Hello and welcome to the Artist Appeals where we discuss making art and how to make money with your art. I'm your host Erin Sparler and today is, mm, let's see here, I believe it's Tuesday in September 2020 and I just dropped off my son at Montessori and I'm headed over to the art store to buy some supplies. Now last week we talked about how to make art every day and this week I promised that we would talk about product and product ladders and your menu of offerings. I love the art store. I don't know about you, but I could wander in here all day long. Um, I wish we had a really, really good art store. We used to have a Dick's in the region. Um, no, not Dick's. I'm sorry. Blick's. We used to have a Blick Art and Craft, but they went out of business. So now we're left with AC Moore and Michaels and Hobby Lobby. Um, and that's all right. There's some really great new supplies on the market, and some of my favorites are the traveling supplies, the pre-filled watercolor pens. This is a great way to make art every day, is to have a supply that you love, and you just uh, feels opulent, and is easy to take with you and use. You know, I used to be a supply snob. I used to think things had to be archival, um, which means last a long time and pigment based and so forth and so on but now I believe that the best supplies are the ones that you're going to use now how does this relate to product well one of the ways that you can offer additional items additional products and make additional revenue for your business is through offering products that you know and you love. This is one of the um, secrets, if you will, of successful artists that I saw over and over again in interviewing artists on the Artist Appeals was that many of the artists that are making a living in the arts are also offering the products that they love for sale. So for example, Jane Davenport started out, she had a um, store in Brisbane, Australia, I think it was Brisbane, and um, she was putting up her art and selling art supplies as well and she started teaching people how to use those supplies that she loved the most so she would make art the supplies that she loved she would carry she'd purchase them wholesale and then offer them for retail in her store and then she would teach people how to use them as well I also saw this with Jean um, the owner lovely friend of mine who owns Charmed I'm Sure Studios she's also in the podcast and she never expected to be um, in this career as a second artist. She's a jewelry artist. And she has a fantastic enameling studio in her basement. In fact, she just redesigned it. It's incredible. You know, five or six anvils, boxes and ribbons and string and, and metals and pieces and bits everywhere to play with. It's just like a jewelry maker's heaven in this um, place. You can see some pictures of her studio on the Artist Appeals in her interview. Jean Von uh, Broden, I can never say her last name, <laughs> Broden Road. Anyways, she started making jewelry. She makes mixed media art jewelry. So she's one of these artists that incorporates odds and ends and 
oddities into her jewelry making skulls and teeth and metals and she found her her love in enameling and so she started carrying enameling supplies right and um, found that there were certain supplies that she loved and certain supplies maybe that she didn't and so she started teaching those supplies and started hosting other jewelry teachers in her in-home workshop she runs workshops nearly every weekend of the year sometimes Wednesdays Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays um, she's running workshops several days a year and the teachers come in and teach and she's become almost more of a host now and a um, provider of supplies so she has a whole huge um, warehouse of inventory in the back and she sells the supplies so people come in they take the workshop and they inevitably buy from her because she's not only shown them how to use them but she has them on hand and they want what they want right away um, impulse buys so one of the tiers of your product ladder could be art supplies the supplies that you know and you love and you use so product ladder is the different offerings the different products that you're going to offer for sale and so you want to start thinking about what can i not only make from my art not just prints not just limited edition prints or open prints not just originals but what other products can you offer can you offer the um the materials that you use the supplies that you use to make your art for example at iConnect crafts my craft store uh, where i make kinesthetic chipboard embellishments which means art that moves little animals and totem poppets they're little animals with wings and tails and heads and um, things that move you put them together with mini brads so i offer the mini brads for sale and when i first started it i actually um, started using brass eyelets to put them together they're my favorite option but they take a tool they take um, a eyelet setting tool to snap them open and so I tested a whole bunch of um, eyelet setting tools and I ended up loving the Fiskars eyelet setter tools. And so I carry and retail them. I bought them wholesale. I have them in the house and then people buy them. And they really are one of my best selling products because um, I offer them at a very competitive price. This is advice from Jean is that, you know, if you're going to offer supplies, you want to make sure that you check your competitor's prices and offer them at the same or a little bit less than your competitors and people will buy from you because they learn from you and they um, get maybe better customer service from you so in our case like Gina mine I often throw in an extra little something you know a bag of eyelets for free or Jean throws in a little bag of enameling beads that you can throw in your enamel and get cool colors so by throwing in that extra and providing great customer service and having a competitive price you can sell supplies too you don't have to make your own supplies um, that comes next with licensing is when you try and make supplies um, and offer 
your artwork on product. That's licensing. And we see that with Jane Davenport's development from a store where she sold her artwork and books of her photographs of bugs on flowers into a teaching artist that also offered supplies. And then her um, following grew so big that she got contracts to become a licensed artist. And now you see her in Michaels and AC Moore and all over the place. So, and like Jean, Jean, her product offering became such that um, she has a whole studio now, a teaching studio, and she has a whole warehouse of products in the back that she sells. She's even had offers to buy her online shop because she does such a tidy little business. So think about what supplies you could offer. What supplies do you know and love? You can just reach out to the store and buy wholesale. Um, the way that works is, for example, when I wanted to carry the Fisker's Eyelet Setter tools, I contacted them. They sent me to their wholesale department. Most wholesale companies, most companies that offer wholesale will require that you have an EIN number, um, that you be a business, and that you purchase a minimum amount. So an EIN number would be your employee, um, what does it stand for? Uh, employee something something I'll look it up for you guys but basically by becoming a business you get an EIN number tax number and you can buy without taxes wholesale and you don't actually have to have a ton of employees or even have a lot of revenue coming in you get one of these when you start a business it's not that big of a deal you just register your fictitious business business name and I don't want if you if you haven't made your business into a legitimate business, then you definitely want to research doing that. Um, we'll talk more about that at some point, but if you use your last name in your business name, you don't have to do a fictitious business registration. Although sometimes it really helps not to use your last name because it helps you detach from the artwork. Certainly I found that having iConnect Crafts and having a business name that was not associated with my last name was easier for me psychologically. But contact the company that you want to purchase wholesale from. Talk to one of the representatives. They'll tell you what their minimum order requirement is. A minimum order requirement is the minimum amount of money you have to spend to purchase wholesale from them. Anywhere, uh, the big, big, big places are going to be several hundred dollars, but the smaller places may have very low minimums. Um, another way that you can offer some supplies is to buy direct from China, which is possible now with places like AliExpress and um, DHgate. So you can look at that and offer supplies as product offering. So part of your product ladder would be supplies. Now tomorrow I'll talk about the menu, your menu of offerings. I promised you in the last episode I would talk about it. So let's talk just briefly about the menu of offerings, your product ladder. Your product ladder starts with a cheap or inexpensive or free offer. In fact, it's really good to have a free 
offering and then a cheap one and then a medium price and then an upper price product and then maybe even a higher price product. There is no end to your ladder. There is no end to your product offerings. You can have as many things on your menu as you want, right? Think about it. When you go to a deli, they might just have sandwiches and coffees and desserts. But if you go to a much uh, nicer restaurant or a bigger restaurant, they might have pages and pages. Now don't get overwhelmed. Just start with the beginning things. So what are you going to offer someone for free when they walk in? What is the glass of water that you're going to hand them while they look at the rest of your offerings? And then what is your first and cheapest offer? Is it some of these products that I was just talking about? So that's to get you started on thinking about your product ladder or your menu of offerings. Tomorrow I'll dive in deeper and uh, don't forget Art Biz Jam starts this week. There's still time to get in on the action. Starts on Wednesday night with the meet and greet. Some amazing speakers are going to be presenting. It is Saturday, or excuse me, it is September 22nd today. So Art Biz Jam starts tomorrow the 23rd. Yay, so stoked. I'll see you guys there and come back to the Artist Appeals for more information and more free resources about how to make money with your art. Oh, and if you haven't gotten the free download, my free offering is found at howtomakemoneywithyourart.com. I offer the four biggest things that I learned, the four biggest secrets from all the interviews I've done on the Artist Appeals about how to make money with your art. So go get your free glass of water, your free download at howtomakemoneywithyourart.com and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.